Oh, oh, sorry. Stranger in your house? Yeah. I heard the doorbell. Mailman. Other dogs walking on your street. Fucking mailman. Nobody mows my lawn. Um, is that a euphemism for something? Yes, it is. Uh, he was fucking my mom. Although I'm a, I'm a dog in this scenario, so he's fucking my dog, mom. I don't know. Do you want to start over? <laughs> no. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in finding out more. Well, we'll open it. Flush out, flush out this scenario. Dog mom, huh? Dog mom. Mailman fucking the, my dog mom. <laughs> I'm a dude dog. I got a you dog are, mom. You are, yeah. All right. Does that make her. Go on. No, I was trying to think. A, a, a demilf. <laughs> I like to fuck. <laughs> All right. So I was gonna say dilf. But like, it doesn't really. Work. That's already dad. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. B- dilf. A bilf. What's the B? Bitch, I like to. <laughs> I feel like that's too general. No, I think I think you were you got it right the first time with Demilf. Demilf. Cecil D- Cecil B. Demilf. D apostrophe. No. I also feel like someone with that first name is like a tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals or something. Demilf Ferguson slash hieroglyphic. <laughs> Hazardous uh, waste sign. <laughs> Cecil B. DeMilf got me good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we already got our go. So it doesn't, I, now the pressure's off, and now we don't need to be funny for the rest of the show. Great, so this will be like a regular one when Dan's here. Oh, shit. All right. He uh, doesn't listen. He doesn't. Um, um, so I'm Scott. I'm Drew. That's Drew. Uh, Dan and Kelly are both still fired. Yep. We're, Kelly might get rehired. He might get rehired on a probationary period. We're in negotiations with his management. Yeah, his dog management. Dog lawyers. I'd watch that show. Dog lawyers? I'd yeah. watch Dog Lawyers. I'd watch The Practice just with dogs. <laughs> I just imagine it like. I mean, uh, Like chicken law. I mean, order. Cameron Mannheim basically already is. Boom! Eat shit, Cameron Mannheim, you fat bitch. In 1999. I don't know. Maybe you got the surgery now. Maybe you're good. The surgery? The lap band. No, sorry. The, oh. the other surgery. Oh. Not the surgery. Not the surgery. She's, no, not, no. she's not a dog. She's not literally. No, she can't literally star in my Dog Lawyer show. <laughs> Yeah. So, this is the worst year of our... <laughs> this is our worst episode. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> this might be our worst episode. That's not true. There's worse episodes than this. Uh, it is the worst uh, half year. Second half year. Second half year. We are coming hot on the heels of our uh, longest, <laughs> uh, latest, uh, smoke loudest... <laughs> And uh, consensus dumbest episode <laughs> that we have done, which was met with almost universal praise. <laughs> so you've encouraged this sort of behavior for uh, for just me and Drew to not call Dan and Kelly, go out on Drew's patio, smoke loud, <laughs> <laughs> and do the podcast. Get high in the hoe house. Get high in the hoe house. Yep, that's uh, that's what that's so, our life now. This is on you guys, basically. Mm-hmm. This blood is on your hands. I assume no responsibility for anything that has or will happen. I mean, I feel like that falls the responsibility falls on me, and I don't want that. <laughs> so uh, I'm relinquishing all control of this podcast. 
uh, we're going public with this podcast, so just whoever buys the most shares, sure. you both own the podcast and assume liability yeah. for it. Anything we say or do on this podcast is, is your now. property and therefore your fault. Yeah. So when they come for us, we're sending them for you. Yeah. So, July 10th, 2000, from the, uh, the, the wonderful, wonderful city of Jacksonville, Florida. <clears throat> if you showed me just pictures of the crowd, told me no other information, and said, hey, what city is this? Without breathing, I would say Jacksonville, Florida. Mm-hmm. This is the most year 2000 Jacksonville group of people I've ever seen in my life. Like, everyone has shiny shirts on. Yeah. Everyone's wearing Kangle hats. Oh, There's yeah. too much floral print. Yeah. Sunglasses inside. Sunglasses inside. Lays for some reason, even though it's the wrong side of the ocean. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so this is the Nitro after Bash the Beach. Post-Bash. Not a lot of Hogan talk for hmm. uh, how integral he was in last night's goings-on. Yeah, that's interesting. They did mention... Commentary did that mention... They can't say they what can't happened. mention what happened. happened. Um, Whether or not that's true, it might actually be true. Because as we're familiar with, and we mm-hmm. talked about last show, is the, as the old lay down for Hogan when the title cuts a promo about the company being in the toilet, and then Russo cuts a shoot promo on Hogan, calls him a big bald bastard, Hogan gets mad and sad and sues him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, the start of the show is the there is a video package giving the rundown... Of just... Of the movie The Rundown, starring The Rock and Sean Williams. Several years before it was made. Yeah. Um, they're, they're essentially just running down the situation that happened with, with Booker T winning the title. They don't mention anything about Hogan Jarrett. No, they're just like, hey, for some reason, Jeff Jarrett versus Booker yeah. T happens. They're, uh, they, uh, Vince Russo, who returns at this pay-per-view, yep. made this match. Um, so we get like a nice video package. Then Booker comes to the ring in the arena... Uh, as we described, dressed as a heel. Dressed like the biggest asshole heel. He's yeah. a complete face, like, but... super baggy, shiny blue shirt. He's wearing blue and purple silk pajamas. Yeah, like, it's the most heel. Um, he cuts a promo, uh, essentially, quote-unquote, not in character, but yeah. it's 100% in character, thanking the fans. Yeah. Uh, he then proceeds... To call out Goldberg and call Goldberg a mark for himself. M A R K. M A R K. You're a mark for yourself. Yeah. In front of the crowd, this is great. Uh, like like I said to Scott, it is amazing that wrestling survived after 2000s WCW. It shouldn't have. After watching as much as we have, there's no reason wrestling should have continued to go on as an entity after the year 2000. All it was was just exposing everything they could about the business. And then. After it did go on in 2000, there's also no reason that the invasion shouldn't have further killed it. Yeah, true. Like, there's no reason, like, no one can make an excuse for wrestling existing past 2001. Hey, here's an invasion, but we're going to use guys that are already on the (laughs) roster and have been here forever. It'll be exciting. Sure. Steve Austin hasn't wrestled for WCW in, like, It'll, uh, seven years, but uh, he's on Team Invasion now, because he really likes the place he only worked for a few years. This will make us money for years and years, and definitely won't bring to a swift end the most profitable era in professional wrestling history. It didn't. Right? It didn't at it all. didn't. It uh, Things only went up, up, up from there. Yeah. As you look at any financial... Well, actually... 
what's so upsetting is if you, I was going to say look at any financial chart for WWE it actually is going up now because of the stupid fucking TV rights fees yeah. and they're you know they're going to make a billion times what they made in the year 2000 when they were like a better what they were sort of a real company <laughs> sort of uh, I like too that they're coming off the heels of their worst rated Raw ever of all time yep that's right. And then they're like, yeah, well, you know what? We're making a billion dollars, so we don't really care what our ratings are. So, yeah. hey, hey, fans, you can keep crying, but we, we don't give do a shit. We can do literally anything. Anything. Now, they wouldn't, now they're not going to be afraid to make Roman Reigns champion. Yeah. Like, at all. And d- even though they're paying uh, Brock Lesnar uh, uh, roughly $700 million per appearance, yep. uh, they're fine, like, completely burying him and, like, g- ruining his heat. Yeah, because they want people like uh, Roman. And it's working? Not really. <laughs> I know. Not, not even a little bit. I think people just don't care anymore. Like, I was at the, I was at the gym and was riding the bike. And Greg. I was, uh, yeah, humble Greg. And I was, uh, I, like, I watched the TV monitor that's on the bike when I'm doing cardio so that it distracts me from the fact that I'm doing, doing cardio. cardio. So the only thing that was on was, was Raw. Yeah. So I had to watch, or I didn't have to, I was here nothing of Raw, so I watched Raw. I think you might have made the wrong call. And it was on. the triple threat between Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley, and Elias, and when the only good wrestler in the match is Elias, uh, that's kind of saying something about what you're putting on as a main event. Um, Bobby Lashley's horrible. Yeah. Like, like, awful. Yeah, he's been, like, actively bad there, since he came back, right? There are women wrestlers that are better than Bobby Lashley. Don't you ever say that. There are. Drew, say what you will about Bobby Lashley, but do not say that a woman is better than him. There are. Unless she is a Japanese woman. There are white women. No. That are better I wrestlers won't than Bobby Lashley. hear it. I can't. Asia. It's impossible. Drew, you know the hierarchy of wrestlers, and there is no crossover. There are defined lines between every group. Bottom of the group. Female midget wrestlers. <laughs> Next, regular female wrestlers, non-Japanese. Next, animals. <laughs> Next, like WrestleMania. <laughs> like WrestleMania. Next, male midget wrestlers. Next, regular-sized black male wrestlers. Next, other colored full-sized male wrestlers. Next, Japanese women. Next, Great Kali. There are no arguments any which way. There's no crossover. You take everyone in every one of those categories. Draw a line. Next category. <laughs> I was just going to turn it off right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so Stevie Ray comes out, and we were hoping to get... Stevie Ray versus Booker T main event for the title. Yes, which we hypothesized could be the first all-black world title match ever, legit. Yeah, like possibly, but yeah. uh, but still not happened, and probably has never happened. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't get it because Stevie comes out and tells Booker how much. Because who he, would we as white he, people cheer for? That is correct, right? You need toss you, a coin, boom, both toss a coin, and then hate your choice and just decide to not cheer for either just one. Just go, just be like, be racist, two face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like flip the coin, and like one side it, it's the regular head, and the other side is the head in blackface. George Washington <laughs> in blackface. And don't tell me George Washington never did blackface. <laughs> All men are created equal. You know what we mean. You know what I mean. Um, so Stevie and Booker have a nice hug out. Uh, out comes, well, Steiner's music plays, and out comes Medeja of all people to. Who is talk, allowed to speak to on ta- a microphone to talk for on some a microphone reason? For the first time ever in her career, and just is awful. I think it's her first time speaking English in her career. 
It's probably the first time anybody's let her open her mouth <laughs> for a reason that's not sexual. She spent more of her waking life with a ball gag than not. <laughs> uh, she essentially says that nobody deserves a title more than Scotty. In the WCW. In the WCW. The World Championship The Wrestling. World Championship Wrestling. Uh, Steiner then comes, I guess, through the crowd. By the way, we used to be involved in a, in a cursory fashion with a different local backyard promotion called VBW, and it blew, it infuriated us to no end that they always called it the VBW, the Vancouver Backyard Wrestling. Why yeah. it's not it's... just because some just because it works for some things like it works for the WWF, yeah. the World Wrestling Federation. Because a federation is a physical thing. Mm-hmm. So you can call it the that. You can't call something the blah blah wrestling. It yeah. doesn't work. Does not work. I hate it. <clears throat> uh, anyways, Snyder comes through the crowd in theory and attacks Booker from behind, turning heel, which is a recurring uh, theme on this episode along with women talking. Oh, two, yeah, two poor choices. Too many face heel turns, too many women allowed to speak. But too many face heel turns just, like, out of nowhere. Just like, here's what I am yeah, now. Yeah, just like, just like, for the I, sake of doing I had it. the surgery, here's yeah. what I am now. Uh, the pay-per-view was last night, so we need to, like, reset. So, you're a face, you're a heel. Yeah, and you're, and you're a, now you're a horse. Yeah. Um, if you got the good, that good, good surgery. <laughs> the good stuff. Yeah. Um, we got to the back where Jeff Jarrett is cutting a promo with Paul Poundtown. Poundtown. <laughs> Have we ever said what her name is for real? Also, what is her name for real? Paula Poundshock? Poundshock? Which is the worst name ever. And is it Paula or is it Pamela? I don't know. See? We don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Super Brawl Saturday? I don't know. Shirts are too small. Um, as Jarrett's cutting the promo, Steiner blindsides him and just throws him into yeah. the set. So Steiner's a man without a country. He hates faces. He hates heels. He hates sets. Yeah. He uh, he got stripped of the U.S. title at the pay-per-view for, for putting the, the Steiner recliner on Mike Austin. For using his very well, safe yeah, finisher. It was, it was banned by the cap. Because it's too thing. dangerous. He's a face yeah. who gets stripped of the title for using his finisher yeah. to then come back the next night and turn heel immediately. He yeah. Um, Even though everything that was done up to this point should have been to get him sympathy. Yes. Um, <laughs> or to use uh, Scott Steiner vernacular, uh, SSVE, uh, Simpy. Simpy. <laughs> um, Shane Douglas comes out with, with Tori Wilson that confused us. We then got a recap. Was I even counting her in the turns, or do we have seven turns on this show? Seven. Seven if you count Goldberg, right? Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, I don't think I was counting Tori. So we were confused. But yeah, Tori's a heel We were now. confused because Tori hadn't been on TV for a while, and then they, they showed us a recap of the pay-per-view. The last we saw of her, was... uh, Horace was trying to cut Kidman with her, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, unless we missed some, a bunch of Thunder stuff. A bunch stuff. of Thunders, yeah. Um, but, so we get a recap of Buff versus Douglas for the pay-per-view last night, where, like, out of nowhere, Tori comes down and you think she's with Buff, and then, but, like, nothing has ever, like, led nothing. us. She's There's had... no connection between the two of them no. until she just shows up at the pay-per-view. Yeah. She, and I guess, from the sounds of it, mid-match, she slaps Shane Douglas yeah. to confirm she's with Buff. Yeah. And then cost buff the match at the end because swerves is swerves. Swerves is swerves. Uh, so it's Shane Douglas versus Crowbar, who Crowbar is with Daphne, 
after last week, All Daphne that got her hair, head shaved or her, whatever, her haircut. Her hair got bad. But then they thought that it, she thought it was crowbar or whatever. Yeah. But apparently they're still together. They just came out Nothing together. matters. I guess matters. a lot of things happened. Um, when they were giving the replay of the pay-per-view, uh, Mark Madden referred to <laughs> Buff versus Douglas as the Battle of the Champions. That's correct. Which uh, which championship titles do these two gentlemen have? Um, oh, currently? I was going to say ever. I'm like, Buff had the WCW tag. Well, they were tag team champions. They were tag team champions. Shane had the NWA World Heavyweight Champion then threw it down and said, uh-uh, this is extreme. Uh-huh. How do you like that? Um, it was that on August 26, 1994? You bet it was. Autism. Do I also have autism? Hey, you betcha. Are you on the spectrum? You are. <laughs> Um, so when Cobra gets to the ring, he proceeds to do, like, big jumping back bumps, like, just as his character. Oh, that was funny as shit. And he goes to take a big one, but Shane, like, leans in to throw a well, punch. because Shane had watched him already do two, two back bumps, and he's like, alright, that's Two's enough. enough. So Shane, like, starts coming in with a punch. And, and he just does another back bump. <laughs> it was really funny looking. Yeah, um, so Douglas wins, whatever. The match is okay. The match is fine. Douglas was not as slow as last week, uh, except his transition into his finisher, which was glacial in its speed. Yeah. I just wrote down Lazy Douglas Returns. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Crowbar Devon Storm would have been a bigger thing in wrestling like five to eight years later. I would, yeah, I would say like 2004 he, he would have been like a he was bigger like, deal. He was like a proto-indie guy. Like any indie guy who made a name before the year 2000 just like got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Because like the best one was probably like, I, I guess Quackenbush is sort of the exception because he like endured. But like besides him, like the best like pre two thousand indie guy was like Reckless Youth, and mm-hmm. like no one's even heard of him anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you, yeah, then you got like all those like Northeast guys like Devin Storm and uh, who's Devin Storm's like counterpart Ace Darling. Like nobody knows Ace Darling anymore. What about uh, like the the first indie guys? Quiet Storm. Quiet Storm. Yeah. Well, he, he he's I think he's held the title in Noah this year. Really? Legit. The other like the other. All of those Whipwreck training guys are dead. What was his partner's name? <clears throat> uh, Storm and Chris Devine. Like, Chris Devine. Chris Devine dis- was gone yeah, by like, oh, yeah, three. Yeah, right. And then, you had, then uh, same thing with like Brian XL. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Brian XL. And like, Red, like the SAT obviously went longer and red and stuff, but. Chris yeah. Bosch. Fuck, I love Chris Bosch. A little bit later, but. Yeah. Fucking. He became a born again Christian or something, didn't he? Something upsetting like that. Jesus. Yeah. After saying all the. Like, he used to say. All of the awful things. Oh, so many. And then yeah. was like, you know what? I think Jesus is right. I should yeah. stop talking like this. What a loser. Still, um, still a better fate as far as like earlier 2000 SoCal guys than uh, than former uh, Revolution Pro star Rising Sun, who when we met Bebo, we're like, hey, whatever happened to Rising Sun? And Bebo was like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, okay, good talk. <laughs> All of my friends are dead. <laughs> um, from, uh, the next thing I wrote was... Uh, stop letting... And that's the end of the show. That's the end of the, the show. Uh, I just wrote stop letting ladies talk because Tori cuts a promo. Oh, Tori cuts a heel promo and... Uh, About Kidman's if, small if you, wiener. Yeah, which we're like, why are... Like, who did yeah. Kidman piss off that they did, like, nothing but call him a virgin and, like, unable to sexually perform last week and now Tori's making cracks at him, yeah. like, even though he didn't do anything to her 
And then we remember that, oh, this is all to set up the Kidman Shane Douglas Viagra on a pole match. Viagra on a pole. Um, <clears throat> and then Buff runs down and he beats up Douglas and then, uh, who gives a shit? Uh, yep. Then we got uh, Kidman in the back it being interviewed by Pamela Poundalot. I don't know what her name is. <laughs> um, that was it. Um, he refers to that if Shane Douglas really wants his sloppy seconds, mm-hmm. uh, then he can have them. Yep. Uh, Jarrett then cuts off the interview. Check out what my dick tastes like, Shane. <laughs> um, that's not the only Shane who needs to know what somebody's wiener tastes like. Um, Friend of the show, Shane Sweeney? Sure. <laughs> um... During the Jarrett cutting off Kibben for the interview, Kibben tries to cut him off by, ooh, by giving him, like, the worst (laughs) club to the back, like, the weakest thing ever. And then they brawl a bunch. Yeah. And then uh, that's the end of that. And then you get the limo arriving with M.I. Smooth, and he... Who, like, watching it fine, and I remember seeing his name in, like, a pay-per-view result... Like looking at something a few years ago, but I at the time have no memory of Mi Smooth being a thing. I don't remember the name until I saw it on paper. Getting this like, much airtime. None of this. None of this happened he, to me. He's this on is, multiple segments every show. This is full Mandela effect. <laughs> In my reality, there was no Mi Smooth. I swear to God. Um, the limo arrives and out comes. Uh, so Mi Smooth. It's weird. He brings the gold record out of the front of the limo yeah. with him. Yeah. Tank gets out of the back and he hands him the gold record. Yeah, so he was just he the the gold record got the front seat. Bizarre. <laughs> um There was a vote and Tank lost to the record. <laughs> uh so three count also get out of limo and then the commentators and you know, fake announce that yeah. they want a, their their record went gold. Three count and tank are all kissing. Yeah, and then they start uh, implying that Tank is Colonel Tank or Colonel Abbott. Or Colonel Robert Parker. I don't think they're the same person. Oh. Also, I think one of them wouldn't like the other one very much. Based on their lifestyle choices? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, Tank wouldn't like Parker's cowboy hat? <laughs> no. Did sure. I understand Yeah. what this was about? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Or maybe uh, Tank wouldn't like Colonel Parker's love affection with... Uh, sensational Sherry. <laughs> he loved her to death. He doesn't approve of their their hetero lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could be it. Um, ugh, then to continue a trend of the last several episodes, we get the first of many cat segments. Yeah. So Jared is in Cat's office. He wants a match with Booker. Like the demands a rematch. Cat uh, says that he saw what he did to Kidman. Makes him versus Kidman. Great. Uh, next up, we get Three Count coming to the ring. They're going to hang their gold record above the uh, crowd so that the crowd can see the record all night. Okay. that I didn't catch that, so I didn't know what or why they were doing oh, it. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, they, Tank said that that was why they were hanging the record. I literally thought, it, show, I literally thought it was, we're going to hang this, and I hope a ladder match doesn't break out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so as Shane Helms is climbing the ladder... The other three go to dance, but out comes the Asian Assault. The Carl Young Dragons. The, they run in the ring, and they blast Tank. They, uh, Kaz knocks Evan off the ladder. Or no, uh, Shane off the ladder. And he takes yeah. a really uncomfortable-looking gut bump on oh, the top Oh, yeah, rope. just, like, full, like, falling the top of the ladder to stomach on top rope. Yeah, uh... 
They, then they decide to take down the ladder. They blast Shannon Moore with it. <laughs> then they point at Evan and Tank starts to get the ring, but realizes he's like, he's oh, nope, 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 not yet. Cue. So he steps back out through the ropes. Yep, very politely. Stands on the apron and mm-hmm. watches everything else happen. Watches them smash Evan with the ladder. Yeah. Uh, he then gets in the ring and one punches uh, Noble. Yep, kills him. One punches Yang. Kills him even worse. And then blocks a spin kick by Kaz. Just a complete no-sell. Grabs him by the throat. Is about to punch him. In comes the Great Muda. Yep. Who stops Tank from punching him Miss and him. blows Mist in his face? Yeah, and then they climb up and steal the gold record and leave. Yeah, yeah. So uh, next few weeks we'll get to see the absolute worst period of Keiji Muto's career. The other than all of it. Ooh, no, I'm joking. Hot take. Well, what's worse, then or like in the last five years? Honestly, not much different. Like, for... <laughs> mobility wise, is like a zero. Yeah, but like. Like, 95 to 2000, he was just such a piece of garbage. <laughs> and then he, like, shaved his head, grew a goatee, and got, like, real cool for a few years in the early 2000s. Cool man. Cool old man. Cool dad KG. Cool dad KG. <laughs> Is he bringing orange slices? Because cool dad Chris Ross doesn't bring them. Orange slices and juice boxes. Animal crackers? Animal crackers. Goldfish. Uh, then we get more backstage promos, because that's what the rest of the night is. Uh, Canyon doing a terrible DDP impersonation. I don't remember DDP lisping so much, but okay. Yeah. Um, but he brings up a valid argument. He pinned Booker earlier in the night at the bash. So he's the rightful number one contender. I 100% agree. But No uh, one else should even have a claim. I mean, maybe Jarrett gets a rematch. Maybe Jarrett rematch, maybe. but like, I'd give it to Canyon first. Maybe. Canyon beat Booker. Booker has already beaten Jarrett. Yeah, correct. Um, uh, next up the ring, we get Jarrett versus Kidman. Um, Kidman's working his ass off. Kidman's working his ass off. He's top five. Kidman takes... Oh my god. The greatest hip toss over the rope to the floor bump in the history of wrestling. They do the go for a hip toss in the ring, and then they keep blocking each other's hip tosses as they get to the ropes, and then Jarrett just... Hurls yeah. Kidman over the top. Kidman, Kidman doesn't t- touch the top rope. Does at all. not touch the top rope. Fully jumps over the top rope. Lands hard as fuck on the outside on yeah. his back. It was brutal. It was We're crazy. like, Billy, is it worth it? Um, they then uh, later in the match, when Jarrett's laying on the floor and the refs counting him out, down comes Tori to cause Kidman also hit two awesome drop kicks in the. In the oh race. yeah, yeah. He, uh, he always hits pretty awesome. Drop yeah, kicks, these so. are especially good. Um. He, uh, yeah, so this, this is kind of like, to me, this is like really fucking bad booking. Oh, yeah. Or like uh, bad matchmaking. Uh, because Tori comes down to distract Kidman. Down comes Shane Douglas. Douglas goes to throw a punch. Kidman blocks it and knocks him to the floor. Tori gives him an awful low blow. She kicked him in the thigh. In the thigh. Um, rolls him in the ring. Yeah. Jarrett goes for the pin. Two count. Kidman kicks out. Then they just keep wrestling for a little while. Then they keep wrestling for another, like, two minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jarrett hits a very labored, uh, you can't powerbomb Kidman. Ooh, yeah. Which we learned was his finish, apparently. What they said was Kidman's finish, and it was amazing that Jarrett kicked out, because apparently nobody kicks out of the you can't powerbomb Kidman. Um, And then they did have a pretty fun... Uh, finish where Kidman goes for like the bulldog where he springs up the top. Yeah, like the running, run up the ropes bulldog. And when he landed, Jarrett like Just, pulled like, his head out but around. still held his arm for the stroke. and gave him the stroke, which was, good. Was, which was pretty good. Yeah. 
Wrestling it, on this show, all in all, was okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's like most of the good people. Yeah. Douglas. Um, so then we get to cut to the back, and we get Steiner beating up Canyon for no apparent reason. Yeah. Maybe because Canyon's asking for a match. Just, it, it, a title right, match. Just a standard hate crime, yeah. I think, is the reason for this beating. Uh, ugh. Then we get another cat segment, but it's the best cat segment of the night because we get... Karate? No. Ah. We get Natural Girl Beef. Oh, that was a good segment, too. Yeah, the karate segment was... was good. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so, Cat walks up to Mike Awesome, who's standing in the bottom of a stairwell, talking to Natural Girl Beef. Which Drew noted with, like, nine exclamation marks in his notes. Five, six, seven... Oh, it's only eight. Only eight, so close. Uh, he then decides to offer Mike Awesome the U.S. title because uh, Steiner used the Steiner recliner at the pay-per-view. And then, heretofore, a heel Mike Awesome says... No. Yeah. If I'm going to win it, I'm going to win it. And I'm going to fuck this large woman. <laughs> Which he does. Yeah. Um, or in K-Fab, I guess it is. But, uh, so, the next match is Mike Awesome versus new champion Booker T for the uh, world title. Yep. Um, the match was pretty good. Booker, yeah, Booker did every move. Booker did all of his arsenal. Everything he could, except for, like, maybe, like, I don't think he did the Houston... Hangover. No, I think I think the those. Hangover, I think those days are mostly over. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, he hits all of his spots. Awesome yeah. did like, uh, you know, like the s- sling over the top rope and like crush Booker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the match was it was good. It yeah. wasn't anything spectacular, but it no, was, it was pretty good, decent. Um, on the sliding scale, it was actually very good. Yes. Of like nitro matches. Yeah. Um, Post match, Steiner comes up and beats up Booker. But then, so, like, Awesome worked the match heel. Basically, yeah. I mean, regardless of the fact that Booker's a face, he still worked really heel. He yeah. even yelled some, like, heelish stuff yeah, towards he did. He the crowd. Yeah, he yelled the crowd. Yeah, no, he worked it heel for sure. Um, so then when Steiner comes down to beat up Booker, Awesome makes the save. Yep. And then, like, chucks Steiner out of the ring and then challenges him to come back in and Steiner doesn't. And then Awesome and Booker kind of have, like, a look at each other, like, respect yeah. moment or something. So Mike Awesome's a face. So now. Mike Awesome turns face. Yep. Um, we then, oh god, we then get another cat segment. Karate? We go to commercial, we come back, and the cat's in the ring. <sighs> and he calls How us. How long go- until karate? He's getting there. How many times do we see the fucking cat every show? Four or five this time. God. Seven or eight last time. Damn it. Uh, <clears throat> cat comes to the ring and he calls out Scotty Steiner. And he says that we were he's- trying to figure out the cat's accent. We can't place it. It's weird because it's like he's because it's not just black guy. Yeah, it's I, not even just southern. Black he's guy. from Atlanta, but yeah. that's not what it is. Like I don't. I've I, heard guys from Atlanta. Their names are Andre Two Thousand and Big Boy. Did I say Two Thousand? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Andre you know in the year Two Thousand. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, Don Glover. Um. What's Big Boy's real name? Why can't I remember his real name? Pete, or, or, big, Pete, big boy. Did I or did I Bob's big boy? <laughs> Bob's big boy. I don't know. Andre Benjamin's the only one you need to know. I guess he was in movies, and big boy is dead. I assume. I don't think he's dead. Oh, he should be dead. The diabetes got him. <laughs> the beatus. Come on, man. He made he made Shutterbug. Give him something. <laughs> Um, so the cat tells Scotty that he's going to do something that nobody else will do, which is he's going to beat up Scott Steiner, throws a really mean punch at him. Yeah, like, like pops, him, him. pops him good. He's good. 
Uh, I guess he knew he was about to get murdered, so, yeah, like, yeah. you know, get, get it in yeah, where he's He's like, Scott's gonna kill me, so I'm gonna get one good shot in. Yeah. Um, then, oh, then Steiner fights back, throws a line that Cat takes, like, the laziest fucking bump. He, like, like, I don't think his feet left the ground like, even <laughs> as he was going down. He kneeled sideways. Like, terrible. Like, he sucks. Uh, this then proceeds to, like, Canyon, Booker, and Jarrett all run down to beat each other up and beat Steiner up. Um... Cat then decides to uh, make it a triple threat match between Jarrett, Canyon, and Steiner, with the winner getting a title shot at New Blood. Which begs the question, why did Jarrett wrestle earlier? You could have had anyone wrestle Um him. Because as we decided by the end of the show, they Fair. were literally pulling names out of a hat. Uh, you are wrestling you tonight. Uh, we're both heels. Well, uh, don't question the booking. And now you three are wrestling. Um, I already went tonight. Go nope, again. You're doing two. Um, then Goldberg comes out and says... In the best, the be- the best. He just goes, "Hey, cat, how about we make this a four way?" And cat goes, "Gets like, okay, baby, yeah, <laughs> sounds good, brother." Goldberg even, says, "Thank you," <laughs> even though they're all heels. Goldberg might be a face now. I don't think he's a face until we get to the match. Yeah, he's a face in the match. And but like at like, this point, isn't the cat also kind of a heel or face? Like they're all heels. It's five heels. No, the cat, the cat's definitely a heel. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we come back from... I think either the next match or the one after has both people switched from the last thing we knew them as. Uh, the next match, not this one. The, the next one is Norman and Ralphus in the back training to take out Vito yeah. with uh, Ralphus running downstairs and then Norman tries to get him to do push-ups and he barely does one and yeah. then Norman is disgusted by him. And they're treating Johnny the Bull the same as they are as Hulk Hogan for some reason and that like they can't mention They're just not mentioning reason. what happened. I guess it's too horrible a thing like once a man's dick falls off yeah. it's, it's better left unspoken. They don't want the whole crowd to be screaming <laughs> the whole match when they find out what happened. Because they were saying like uh, it wasn't Big Vito and Terry Funk at the bash. It was Big Vito versus Norman Ralphus, and we're like, it was never going to be Big Vito yeah. and Terry Funk. It was going to be Big Vito and Johnny because Johnny beat Terry Funk last week, despite the aforementioned falling off of Dick. Dick, Dick off, uh, Dick off, two thousand. Cage, Travolta, Dick off. Uh, Norman comes to ring. This is your dick. This is your dick. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my I can't god. believe I got Nicholas Cage's dick. Now I gotta go find my assholes. <laughs> My son. (laughs) My son, who I named after my favorite thing in the world. Men's assholes. Um, They they talk about how they're going to beat uh, Vito up, blah, blah. Vito comes out, uh, just beats the crap out of Norman. They They, uh, they, they do a delayed obeying of WCW Hardcore Match rules in in that they start in or near the ring. Near the ring. And then brawl to the back because Hardcore Matches are supposed to start in the back and then go to the (laughs) ring. So they start at the ring, but like, oh, 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 can't start here. Let's go to the back and then let's come back. Then it's Which I appreciate. Um, Madden referred to Vito as the Pavarotti (laughs) of shots to the body, which I thought was kind of funny. You liked it more than me, although I liked something else stupid, I think. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The finish... The finish was Vito doing a big splash through the table on Ralphus. Ralphus, which is funny. He goes for the pin, but then realizes it's not the finish. Yeah. So he stands up stands to just up. yell at Ralphus. Yeah, like with his back to everything yeah. and bent over. And Norman comes in and hits him with a chair, which knocks Vito out on Ralphus. Norman starts while dancing. Norman starts dancing. Uh, then when he realizes he lost, he flees the ring and Vito like threatens him, to which the commentators then say, such is life in the hardcore division. <laughs> that was it. That's the thing I like. 
like Mark Madden getting real philosophical, going, ah, such is life in the WCW Hardcore Division. I'm like, you know what, Mark, such is life. Um, after this, we cut to the back. I'm gonna, I'm, I gotta make a note to use that line in the description. Just such is life in the WCW Hardcore Division. We cut to the back where the cat is storming back to his office. Yes. And out of out of from around the corner comes Kazayashi throwing some karate. Like like Kato in the Pink Panther movies. Yeah, some karate. Um which the cat counters and then proceeds to do a uh, stop hitting stop yourself. Stop hitting yourself. But like a karate version. So karate stop hitting yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh then Yang pops out of one of the like laundry, laundry baskets. Yeah. And he kicks him back in, throws Kaz in. Uh then Jamie Noble pops out of the, the second third one. one. Yeah. The second one. He throws something and the cat counters it and beats him up. Yeah. And then just leaves. And yeah, the cat's like, quit it. <laughs> he's like, he's just like annoyed by these small yeah. men trying to fight him. Stop screwing around. I'm the best at karate. Like fake karate people attacking a real karate guy. Yeah. Although I would question the cat's karate ability. Like, I question... it feels like a scam that he ran in Atlanta for a long time. Yeah. And then Sonny Ono just like stumbled upon him and was like... Hmm. You know the ways of my people. No, he was he was Bischoff's karate teacher. That's what he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he was Bischoff's karate guy. But like, I would love to see the His cat's credentials. Credentials? Yeah. Of the young dragons, who do you think is the best at karate? Kazayashi. Disagree. Really? Jamie, Jamie Noble. Noble. <laughs> Why? Because he's that kind of like southern trash that definitely like took adult karate. Like the fist foot way? Like, yeah. Yeah, he's exactly. He's yeah. he's he's Danny McBride in the in the foot fist way. Like way, he's yeah, just yeah. like like he's he had like one too many like days of like riding the bus, like sizing up every black guy in it yeah, and yeah. saying, I'm gonna do something about yeah. this and took yeah. adult karate. Somebody somebody he didn't like dated one of his sisters or cousins and was like, yeah. I'm putting a stop to this. And like Diedrich Bader from Napoleon Dynamite was definitely his teacher. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, a take... man with a mustache and a skullet taught him <laughs> a white guy yeah. with a mustache and a skullet. American taught, flag bandana. Taught him karate. And yeah, and Zubaz. Yeah. Taught him karate. Yeah. But... And pronounce it karate. Karate. <laughs> but yeah, you can take that to the bank. Uh, best young dragon at karate, Jimmy Noble. Alright, alright. Um then for some reason we come back from commercial and Lenny Lane is in the crowd yeah. holding a sign that says use me a cardboard me. sign and then they, they proceed to Madden runs down the fact that Lenny Lane's his buddy and he's still under contract and they're not and using they're... um proceeding again to uh you know expose the business yeah. and also and... Th- that's true of 250 other people on yeah. the roster everybody else that's employed that's many not. of whom many of whom are better than Lenny Lane. Uh, yes, correct. Lenny Lane is a bad. But he's fake Chris Jericho. Sure. You know what else is bad? Chris Jericho. Now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, his man tits. Uh, Chris Jericho is averaging a match rating for 2018 of four and seven eight stars. He has had one five-star match and one four and three-quarter star match. Yeah, well, one of those I agree with. One of them I don't. I don't think I agree with either of those. I mean, I would agree with the second one a lot more than the first one. Sure. Even then. Also, uh, I don't give a fuck what Dave Meltzer says, uh, considering he's given two five-star ratings in a week. Three. Three. Oh, yeah. sorry, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two Omega matches. And then two Omegas and the first and... ever WWE television match anywhere to get five stars. Great. It wasn't even that good. I watched it. Hmm. I watched both of them, and they were both not that great. Well, what are we going to do? Should we write, Kill... it? Should we write our congressman? Uh, if only there was some kind... No, I'm not, gonna... I'm not even going... 
Now I'm interested. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off air. Hmm. Uh, next out is Lance Storm, who apparently is already heel after last week where he was a total baby Complete face. face. Yep. Um, and I don't think turned heel on the pay per view. I don't think so either. So they just decided all of a sudden that like, well, he's Canadian. Yep. So he came out and did boring guy Canadian promo. Uh, did the boring guy Canadian promo and played like, the entire, entire Canadian national anthem? Which, like, I was so shocked that he got through the entire yeah. thing because in my mind, anytime that anthem played, it gets interrupted. Off babyface would cut yes. off the anthem, but it played the whole thing. But the fucking banter between the uh, Scott Hudson, Tony Schiavone, oh. and Mark Madden during that during the whole anthem was just insufferable because it was Mark Madden defending how Canada is such a great nation yeah. and how Landstorm should be respected and then Tony and and, uh, and Hudson both being like, like respect needs to be earned he hasn't re- yeah. earned respect in WWE like, yeah. even though last week they were all over his D about like being don't, a super baby face don't know what happened. like fuck you <laughs> like it was I could yeah. oh, I and wanted... it, it t- Tony and uh, Hudson were in an awkward position of having to say fuck this but trying not to insult Canada at the same time yes um there was a thrill seekers reference though yes by Mark Madden which featuring a line that blew our minds because it was true yes saying like he's mad they split up the thrill seekers five Five years years ago ago. we're like five years ago we're like oh my god that was five years ago all of this is ancient this is so old um uh, that means I was 37 when the Thrill Seekers broke up. Wow. I was, uh, I was 10. That's, that's right. Um, oh, I did, there was one thing I forgot to write down. I don't know how important it is, but it does affect this match. The debut of Kiwi. The, the debut of Kiwi. We are not back. mispronouncing that. They called him the he, Kiwi. He said Kiwi. There was no Kiwi. But uh, we were questioning. I'm guessing this is before they got a cease and desist from Lauren Michaels because it was too close. Because he's just rubbing. It's just a Chris Kattan yeah. character, right? Yeah. yeah. I, which I never thought. Was he like a gay hairdresser or something? Yeah, he something was like yeah, that. Yeah. Overly flamboyant gay and, man. Because when I heard the mango, I thought it was Chris Kattan's like monkey man character ah. where, he, where he'd eat an apple real fast. Yeah. And I thought Have like. Big fake ears. Yeah. And, and I thought like Alan Funk like didn't understand <laughs> like what impression he was doing, but apparently they're two different, different things. Chris, two, uh, two different characters of the multi talented Chris Kattan. Yeah. Star of Monkey Bone. Sure. If you want to call him that or uh, Corky Romano. Can we skip uh, Tuesday Nitro next week? Spoilers, guys. And, uh, and just talk about Monkey Bone. <laughs> Done. Oh man, you love <laughs> Come on, that was the best You love the cat doctors neutering you dream <laughs> That was pretty fucking good That was great Cat heads in <laughs> stuffed bodies yeah. was fucking great A jacked stuffed yes. bodies <laughs> um, So the reason we bring up Kiwi is because uh, what's, her, what's her worker name? Paisley Paisley um, uh, is looking for somebody to repair the artist's costume yeah. before he goes out for his match. And when she yells at the costumes person, it's Kiwi yeah. or Kiwi, and he tells her, "You never talk to the Kiwi that way." Whatever. Yeah. So Lance, who is now heel, yeah, is wrestling the artist who is who was a heel now a face. But I guess is now de facto a face. Question even mark Paisley, even though was on commentary. Sh- and does commentary. Heel. Let a woman time. talk again. Again. And she was bad. But she and does, also a heel. 
she, full heel. Completely. All she did was talk about how Lance was such a bad wrestler and he yeah. was boring and Canada sucks and the artist is so good. So she's yeah. like, yeah, it doesn't. But artist was like de facto face, in the and match. he was doing facey stuff, and he was working face. Yeah. Um, the artist definitely threw a phantom kick. Oh yeah. That uh, didn't even come close. Yeah. And Lance still bumped. But then Lance hit an awesome missile drop kick where he like half landed on him and then like <laughs> yeah. plank shuffled backwards into yeah. a pin, which was pretty sick. Yeah, that was rad. Um, but like, ugh, all of like, I would say like we, I said this, if we had a bottom five worst wrestlers, artist is in the conversation. Artist is a hundred percent in the bottom five. Sucks. All of his strikes are like it's like winding up for a kick, getting ninety percent of the way, yeah. stopping yourself, and then just resting your foot on yeah, their back. All, all of his strikes are just straight vagina bombs. E- everything is just the like delicate protect your opponent. It's they're awful. Yeah, um, he's so soft. The finish was very interesting. Um, that they were trying to do yes. an Irish whip corner to corner, but like Lance holds onto the arm and pulls him down. Lance through. takes the back bump, rolls through, rolls through to grab the leg into the Canadian maple leaf. Yeah, but it just it, like they the, the bump was really weird and the roll through was really weird. Yeah, like, the roll like, wasn't clean. Yeah, like it was kind of sloppy. But like yeah. as soon as he locked it in, immediate tap. Yeah, like so we did not <laughs> sell like his, his submission, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like pretty good idea. Better on paper. Like could be done well. Yeah, it just didn't happen. I'm sure he'll well. do it well to like somebody else. Yeah. Like there'll be more matches in the next like six months that he'll do it. Yeah, and then eventually he just starts doing like whip off the ropes, drop and roll through That's right standard. into it. Yeah, he goes back to that. This was probably just him thinking like, oh, that's pretty cool. And this guy's do it, yeah. in, in 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 his head. This guy's this guy's athletic and a cruiserweight. He's, yeah, but uh, little did he know he's the worst wrestler. He sucks. Um, speaking of really bad wrestlers, uh, next up is uh, Vampiro arrives at the building uh, with a Hurst. William Randolph? Yeah. Hurst. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's, there's no T. Sorry, a Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are we talking about Citizen Kane all of a sudden? <laughs> um... Then uh, we get cut back to the ring where we get oh, fucking Ray and Hoovy coming to the ring because... We're going to hear the song and they're talking about the tag titles and we're like, there's a potential that we can get Ray and Hoovy versus Chronic. We unfortunately did not get that because we forgot about what happened last week. And we forgot about Dre. Uh, no, no, never forget about Dre. Okay. Um, Dre, 9-11, Dre, forget. Dre, Dre secret, secret gay. Um, oh, I hope he doesn't hear that. 9-11-2001, The Chronic. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, Hoovy, I'm like, literally as they get to the ring, I said to Scott, oh, dear God, do not give Hoovy a fucking microphone. It's okay. Hey! They just put him on commentary. They, did, they didn't give him a microphone, but they did give him a headset. Uh, so, next out is the MIA, uh, which had, we'd forgotten had won the number one contenders match yes. last week. But here's but the we thing. thought it was forgotten because they didn't get the shot at the pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but here's, here's the thing. So, MIA are faces, and they've been feuding with the Filthy Animals, and yeah. they... They clearly recognize that Ray and Hoovy are at ringside. Yeah. But in, instead of letting Van Hammer and Chavo and Major Guns stay at ringside, they tell them they to leave. hit the bricks. Yes. Yeah. Don't worry, bros, we got this. But, like, you realize there's heels out there that are going to try and cost you this match. It's fine. But I guess it's the honorable thing to not have your yeah, partners they've gone to the, they've gone to the Mike Awesome School of Sportsmanship. Fair. Uh, so next out comes Chronic. Uh, which, of course, is awesome. New tag champions. Hoovy um, on commentary, for me, uh, kills this match before it starts. He's horrible. Could have been a four. It was a zero. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Mark Madden refers to Ray and Hoovy as the juicer weights. That's right. That wasn't that wasn't fun for you anyone. You fat fucking pig. <laughs> Ugh, I wish you would have a heart attack. <laughs> like Lance Cade. And die. Um at age twenty nine. At age twenty nine. Although Mark Madden is way older than that. Uh, Brian Adams hits his finisher. Uh, what the second move of the match? Correct. On uh, Hugh Morris, who then, but then, and then Hugh Morris hits the moonsault halfway through. Well, the match. like, and, but like he hits the finish, like straight up his finish yeah, in yeah. the middle of the ring. Yeah. Lashley runs in to break the save, and then Rection like no sells it. Yeah, yeah. Like he's immediately back up. Yeah, to his just feet. back to it. Um, then uh, we get Ray and Hoovy on commentary decide that they're gonna like run in and fuck up the match. Who'd have thought? But they get cut off by O'Hare and Jindrak. Back in gear. Back in gear Not after Hardy their uh, Hardy Boy pants. Uh, <laughs> then oh, yeah. leads to the funniest thing that happens, <laughs> which is... Uh, so, uh, Tall guys and Jin- small Jindrak guys. whips Ray into the into the guardrail. They're all fighting on the outside. And then Jindrak goes to get Ray, but as he's going to get Ray, O'Hare tries to whip Hoovy at the same guardrail, and Jindrak walks like, right directly there. into his line of running. So he just so has to stop Hoovy running. just has to stop running when he gets to Jindrak. And he just, like, he turns just lightly. and just, like, stops. Yeah. And then just waits for O'Hare to walk over and jump him, you know? It was great. And it's, like, it's super awkward. Um... The, then, <laughs> the finish of the match yep. is uh, Brian Adams grabs uh, Lash LaRue, mm-hmm. sets him up for a powerbomb, standing with his back at the turnbuckle. They, they, and so, and this is after a moonsault's already been hit. Oh, yes. And high times. And high times has already been hit. Yeah. So, three finishers have been hit. Yep. No pins. Time for a new finisher. Time for a new finish. I think this, one's which gonna, I, this is going to be a keeper. What I do you hope think? they keep doing this <laughs> because it was amazing. I think it was on amazing. paper. <laughs> I think on paper it was supposed to be on paper. It might have been cool. Powerbomb top top rope clothesline. Yep. Okay. So it wasn't. Uh, Clark goes up. Adam gets Adams gets Larue in the powerbomb. Lifts Larue too far. Too too fast. I think yeah. is what it was. Is that I think Brian Adams thought Lash Larue would sandbag him. Yeah. And because everybody in WCW yeah, fucking sandbags. Inexplicably jumped for a move. Yeah. And threw him off. And so Adams starts to fall backwards to the turnbuckle yeah. as Clark is diving. I think Clark still vaguely gets him. I don't know if he gets. Him. But like Clark just like like overshoots him as Lash him. falls down as. as Adams falls like backwards onto a knee yeah. with Lash and power. So Lash and... doesn't take a power bomb. Lash takes nothing. Finish. Lands, I believe, on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just pin him. Finish. Like yeah. straight up. They don't correct it. Nope. They, they don't go, one, fuck two, three. it, let's high times them. It's just like, one, two, three, get your new finish over. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> and then finish. as they hand the belts back to them, you can see Clark go to Adams and he says something, but yeah. I would imagine it's along the lines of like, brother, that, that, <laughs> fucking, that fucking sucked. <laughs> like, let's never do that again, brother. Um,. Then the perfect event attacks after the match, but who gives a shit? Hit him with Lex Hit flexors. Him with the Lex flexors, even though Lex, Lex isn't even around there. anymore. Um, we get another segment of Vampiro in the back, coming to the ring, whatever. We then come back from commercial break, and Vampiro's in the ring. He's yeah. got the casket at ringside. Uh, then, then the commentators tell us about how the fans should uh, send their hopes and prayers and thoughts to Bam Bam Bigelow, yes. who uh, saved a bunch of children from a burning building. He has burns on 80% of his body, but he's going to be fine. Spoiler alert, he wasn't fine. 
<laughs> he not, died almost immediately. He's not, he's not that fine. Actually, I think he lived a decent amount afterwards. Some. Like, but I think it, like he died from complications from yeah. being from burned being, alive. From being in a fire Go figure for a long time. A wrestler is a nice guy in real life. I mean... Because yeah. I bet you there's a lot of people that would have let those kids burn. The exception that proves the rule is Bam Bam Bigelow. Um... This, so, world, this world didn't deserve you, Bam Bam. Uh, correct. But I guess the afterlife did. Yeah. Uh, so, Vampiro's in the ring, and he cuts some, you know, a bad Vampiro promo <laughs> yeah. again about being and living in the darkness, and he bringing people over to the dark side or whatever, and then he na- taps on the casket, and the casket opens, and the, the demon comes out of the casket. Turn number six. Turn number six. Then proceeds to, like, uh, Asia comes in. This is actually awesome. And Vampiro demands that Dale Torborg, he even says his real name, he wants him to choke Asia. Choke and beat his wife. beat his wife. (laughs) Vampiro promotes him to spousal abuse his real life wife, (laughs) which is fucking hilarious. You could not get away with that now. This would be tougher. It would be tougher to do this on Raw today. Um. Um, then, uh, before he can get his hands on her, the lights go out, lights come back on, a, uh, a man who, uh, looks like Sting, and according to Mark Madden, moves like Sting, and runs like him, and throws punches, and does splashes like Sting, but he can't confirm that it's Sting. Correct. Because he's got his face taped up from all the fire. So some sort of balaclava on uh, who he, uh, or as they say in the Balkans, a balaklava. A balaklava. <laughs> uh, he's doing, uh, his best, uh, dark man impersonation. Yes. <laughs> uh, so he beats them up, chases them away, or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Now. Now. We get to the main event. We did it. Main event features. On paper is four heels. Four heels. In the main event Luckily, of television. It gets better, but. So, they definitely, like, I don't know if they did it on purpose, or they kind of booked themselves into a corner, where they I were like... I have a good guess, but go on. I mean, I would guess the same as you, probably, but it was like, they got out there, and then they realized, like, fuck, Goldberg's, um... Goldberg's a face again. Oh, people have been wanting to cheer Goldberg for a while. And we've put him in the ring with three heels. Three heels, and two of which people fucking hate in Canyon and Jarrett. I mean, Steiner was just a face, so whatever. But, like, the whole match is, like, Goldberg doesn't really get in the ring. He never gets tagged in. He breaks up every pinfall. Every pinfall. And then they just keep talking about how his role in this match is to break up pinfalls. He's the pin saver is what they they call him. Yeah. Um, there is one hilarious moment oh where God. Jarrett tries to goad him into tagging in, and Goldberg takes, like, the biggest a wind big up, swing. And, like, leans in too far, and just, like, gets caught on the top rope and almost <laughs> falls in the ring, but, like, manages to counterbalance himself back out to the apron, but, like, he was going in. Yeah. Hard. Uh, hard way. Um, the finish sees Goldberg get a blind tag on, uh, Jarrett. Canyon hits a... Tr- okay. Oh. Canyon attempts Fuck. to hit a, da, a uh, canyon cutter on Jared. It's Jared's Who, Jared not only cane bumps on his knee, yeah. but doesn't even land flat. He lands on his side and trash. rolls out of the ring. It was trash. But luckily, but it was made luckily, up for. a hero come in <laughs> and immediately made up for it. Goldberg murdered Canyon with a spear. Like, remember the one that we mentioned before where he did the spear, but like, the handstanded yeah. like, to his feet? This one was better. Because. <laughs> 
because he hit him with a spear and then just landed on his feet. He went through his body. Like, he hit him so hard that when he hit Canyon, his momentum projected him... Yeah, he, like, phased through him. <laughs> to his feet and stood up. Yeah. And just killed oh, it him. Was so good. It was legit so good. <laughs> but then the actual finish of the match... Oh, yeah. I forgot that wasn't the finish. I'm like, oh, yeah, Goldberg didn't win. Steiner and Goldberg have a stare down. They then proceed to, like, grapple each other and they go to the ropes. What I, For what I imagined was supposed to be... Like, either they both clothesline over the top, <laughs> or, like, Goldberg goes to, like, belly-to-belly um, belly him and... Someone was supposed to belly-belly belly someone else over the top. I think Scott thought he was supposed to do it to Bill, but Bill sort of did it to Scott yeah. first. But, again, they both get caught on the top rope... Yes, and, and just hang there and for And have to hang there for a second until they eventually fall out, and then Jared just pins Canyon. Yeah, walks over and pins Canyon. <laughs> just like, yeah, this is my... I have like, one, two, three. Yeah. Uh, and then Goldberg and Steiner... Uh, uh, have to be separated by security, but really, they're honestly just hugging each other against the guardrail. Yeah. Like, they're not even trying to hurt each other. Nope. They're just like, well, show's over, man. Let's just yeah. wait for the cameras go off. And the cameras go off, and everybody just... If you're, uh, you, you're familiar, I'm sure you... I don't know if you've seen it. Um, uh, semi-pro? Yep. When the commercial break happens, and they all start fighting each other, and then <laughs> right. when the commercial break comes back, they all yeah. act like they were stretching and stuff. That's what that's what I imagine happens in WCW. <laughs> yeah. Like, they go off For the sure. air, and then everybody just, like, they don't even need to, like, kayfabe it. They just stop, yeah. and everybody just walks up the ramp, <laughs> some, shows over. Some of them holding hands. Yeah. Like, talking to each other about what they're going to do after yeah. the show. Like, no one cares. The Jacksonville crowd is confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh... So J- Jarrett, no more contender. Jarrett, Booker, rematch at New Blood Rising New in Blood Vancouver, Rising. British Columbia, Canada. Uh, which, as many of you might not know, uh, is where we currently are. Yep, and the show I did not go to by choice. Also... Definitely could have. didn't go, because I was the only one of my friends who even knew who WCW were. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were in the minority. Especially uh, in 2000. If it was a WWF pay-per-view, yeah. my friends would have all gone. Did you go to Raw in May 2000? Yes. No. No. No, I did I, di- I did. I got to hear American Badass played 17 times, including once live. Yes. Which is pretty rad. Um, By American folk hero Kid Rock. Yep. Uh, we went to by the Raw... future president Kid Rock. Or at least senator. Senator, yeah. We went to the senator Raw in 2003... Rock. Which was the one where they announced the first Elimination Chamber. Okay. Um, And we got a a very bad Goldberg Flair match. Nice. And then we went to the one that was in... When was the last Raw that they were here? Whatever that was. Televised? I have no idea. Whatever the last one was. Was there there one after 2005, maybe? Maybe five. And like, yeah, that was it. Um, And then I've been to uh, more house shows than I would like. Yeah, you shouldn't tell people how many house shows you've been to. Forty. <laughs> uh, it may may or may not because I have a uh, a man with a child's brain <laughs> and the worst tattoos I've ever seen in my life. Who is a forty three year old father, forty thirty two year old father, <laughs> and the biggest mark you've ever met in your life. Yeah, and just buys you and buys me tickets and Ryback shirts. That's that's correct. He bought us matching Ryback shirts. That's pretty cool. I need a friend like that. I need a Ryback friend. Sure. Maybe I just need Ryback. What's he doing? A thousand dollars. I mean, it was it was five a couple of years ago. Yeah. So if I wait this out, I can get Ryback nearly for free, as a friend. Yeah. So that was the July tenth, two thousand Nitro, and I hope you didn't enjoy it even a little.